Hey, this is Jen Johans at FilmIntuition.com or FilmIntuition on social media and Letterboxd. And this is Watch With Jen and Friends. If Watch With Jen is the studio track, this is the acoustic version. Today's guest is Kate Gabrielle. A freelance illustrator, blogger, and film fan, Kate Gabrielle is one of my favorite contemporary artists. Currently working out of her home in New Jersey in one of the cheeriest rooms I've ever seen in my life with foreign and vintage film posters, classic movie stills, signed photos, beautiful floral prints, movie tie-in books, and collectibles as far as the eye can see. It's everything I'd love about her store come to life of passionate Democrat, feminist, and classic movie lover. Kate is a huge fan of Jane Fonda and the film Sunday in New York, Francois Truffaut, Elaine Delon, Chad Everett, The X-Files, The Color Pink, Cats, and TCM, and her shop filled with fun retro art, ornaments, dresses, bedding, cards, pins, and more has become a must for fellow hashtag TCM party fans, and I have a number of her items in my home right now. Essentially, the human embodiment of Sunshine, who creates things she personally wants to see in the world, spread joy, and support fellow artists, especially women, I am so excited to welcome Kate Gabrielle to Watch With Jen and Friends today. Welcome, Kate. How are you doing? How are you adapting to quarantine life? And has it impacted your business? Um, I'd say I'm trying to outwardly be positive and keep it together, but definitely inside, uh, I sort of feel like just, um, a giant scribble, um, just, you know, a big mess of anxiety. Uh, so I've, I've cut out the news. I haven't been, uh, watching the news. I haven't been following it on Twitter. I muted a bunch of words about the news because it was just a little, a little too overwhelming for me. But, um, as long as I manage to not pay attention that much, which sounds horrible because I like being a well-informed person, but, um, as long as I try really hard to distance myself, I feel like I'm handling it a little bit better. Um, trying to just like do things to take my mind off of it and stay occupied as much as possible. And I think that's smart. Yeah. I mean, I know, especially at the beginning, it seemed like uh, almost irresponsible to not be paying attention. And I was mm-hmm. trying, you know, I tried uh, to like notice any time that there was a new update on how long it would live on certain items to make sure that those items were cleaned properly and, you know, trying to stay up with every single thing. Um, now that most of that is sort of resolved, I feel like it's okay for me to not be paying attention 24 hours a day anymore. But um, as, far, yeah, as far as my business goes so far, um, I have had like a, a small dip in sales, but um, I'm able to stay in business because I'm j- it's just me. You know, there's no, mm-hmm. no employees. It's not like I have to go to a office every day. I stay home all the time anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, yeah, like other than not going to Target every week, not much has changed personally in how I live each day. But um, I'm Target. I love that store so much. <laughs> I know. I I miss. They have this salad uh, in their grocery section that I was eating every day for lunch, and it's not available for their like delivery service. My misses. I never. I never thought I would. I would miss a salad so intensely. <laughs> 
<laughs> Add that but, to the list of things you're going to get like as soon as this is over for sure. Yeah. yeah. What's at the top of your list? Oh, I just, I think it'd be fun to just go out and not worry. I think, yeah. uh, I think we're all going to worry though. I'm worried like we're all going to become like agoraphobic when this is over. Yeah. I hope that. I miss yeah. movie theaters. I wanted to go to LA. Mm-hmm. and some friends and maybe do a little film research. So I'm hoping to still do that. But yeah, just trying to keep busy. I did adopt one of your pieces of advice on anxiety. You mentioned you were putting on some of your fragrances like at mm-hmm. bedtime or it's kind of help ease your mind. And I'm just doing that like during the day. I'm it's like, okay, it's just me, but it's time for Chanel 19 or Calvin <laughs> Klein. Like, Bring out yeah. the big guns and they yeah. work. It yeah. does. It's a nice little just pick me up. It makes you feel a little bit better. I've really? been, yeah, I've been going through, I, I'm saving my favorite for when I can go out again, but all the ones where I sort of like, I, I thought they were okay, but not my favorite. I've been wearing them every single day. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No. One thing I love about you is just how much time and energy you devote to trying to make other people smile. Thank with you. Your, shop, your Twitter presence, of course. And now your new game show on YouTube. What can you tell us about Box Office Draw? Um, It was an idea I had in the shower like a week and a half ago. (laughs) And I... Shower ideas are the best. I I have like no idea how, but it just sort of kept fully forming. By the time I like was done with my shower, I had this complete idea of like the title of the game the style I was going to do it in. I have this wig in the basement that um, I had that would be perfect for the character I wanted to like sort of create and uh, the format that I was going to use. And I was even coming up with questions. Like I had one um, in the game about Hitchcock and uh, Nova Pilbeam. And I was like, I I had that by the time I was done and out of the shower, I had this whole um, (laughs) format. And then I just, um, incredible asked my brother to help me with uh, filming it. And I, uh, I posted on my, I have a, a private Instagram for uh, patrons on Patreon. Mm-hmm. And I had posted just my little notes that I jotted down and my friend Emma saw it and she sent me a private message and offered to do music for it. And so within a week, uh, somehow she had done the music. I had the format done and uh, I shot it and it was like all within one week I had it <laughs> all. Hold I couldn't on. believe it. It was, <laughs> it was amazing when I watched it. And thank you. Please give my um, my congratulations to Emma on the music. It is so good, Isn't and it, it? Fits completely with the seventies that vibe you're going for. And it also was her, her first draft. Are you serious? <laughs> She's she is good. Holy She's cow. unbelievable. I I've asked her to do music a couple times. She did uh, the theme music that for my YouTube channel, like for the videos that I do. And she wrote. Um, I bought a custom song for my parents' anniversary one year from her. Okay. Um, but everything I've ever done where she did music for it the first time she'll send me an email like you know if you want any changes if you want me to do it differently but it's the first take is always absolutely perfect and she has a patreon too um her name is her name is emma wallace in case anybody's listening and looking for looking for another really amazing uh female artist to support let's uh send me that and i'll link to it in the post for sure Yeah, no, I loved it. And your questions are so tough. Like you had me stumped multiple times. I, it was really good. Thank you. 
Yeah. I'm so glad that you played it. I was, it's like, you know, whenever you come up with something that you're excited about, um, you know, there's always the possibility that no one else will be excited about it. And then that takes away your excitement a little bit. So it's nice. It's really nice to hear that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I know you put something out in the world and you're like, is anybody going to care? And so it's always nice for sure. Your bio mentioned that you were a self-taught artist. Have you always loved to draw or is this like a new passion of yours? I've always liked to draw since I was like three. I think my parents got me my first easel. And um, oh, cool. so I've just, I always, except for a brief spurt where I wanted to be like the first female president of the United States, I've always wanted to be an artist. There was just a, a little flirtation with politics. <laughs> I did too. In first grade, that was my first thing I wanted to do was be the first female president of the United States. And we still can. I know, right? (laughs) Yeah, we have time. Come on. (laughs) Well, I know you make a lot of things to tie in with Turner Classic Movies. Um, I love your Summer Under the Stars programming content that you create with the, the portraits. And you also do really cool things for the film festival. Now that it's set to be an at-home film festival, how has this changed? Are you planning some new things or what can we expect? Um, I actually don't have anything planned for the at-home festival. I I did before they announced the they were going to do the at-home festival and it was just that like week or two span between it was canceled and there was nothing replacing it. I had made a button set for the TCM film festival that never was. And um, that just had uh, like, um, trying to remember, I think maybe nine buttons in it. And um, one of them is Betty Davis from um, the cabin in the cotton where she has that uh, famous line. I'd like to kiss you, but I just washed my hair and I changed it to hands. Um, (laughs) Like that was smart. I I saw that. I was like, it's (laughs) Um, and then I had a a button that says like, uh, the TCM film festival was canceled and all I got was this button. (laughs) Um, but, uh, other than coming up with that, I haven't really, um, I haven't had the right like mindset to come up with things for the stay at home festival. I feel like, um, I've had a lot of projects that I'm trying to get finished and I just don't think I'm going to end up squeezing some, like no idea has hit me. Um, and I have, yeah. to, you know, and then also I decided to spend all my time last week on the game show. So <laughs> I think that's cool. I'm excited. <laughs> you do like a, a nostalgic nineties day celebration with your brother recently. Mm-hmm. What did you guys watch? And do you have more like theme viewing plans? Um, we watched Dante's peak um the I think there it's you go, Evan, yes um <laughs> we've loved that movie since it came out and watch it way more often than I'd imagine most people watch Dante's Peak <laughs> um I know Volcano I think came out the same year and is probably more famous and I think more well regarded but I have a soft spot for Dante's Peak and I always just immediately takes me back to like watching it on um on television in like 1999 Um, (laughs) and then we watched the lost world the uh, second in the jurassic park series and um it's actually funny uh we've always liked liked that movie but uh whenever we were little my brother would always fall asleep uh like just before the dinosaur comes to america 
And, <laughs> and he loved that part, like where the dinosaur is in the backyard and the little kid goes to tell his parents that there's a dinosaur in the backyard and they don't believe him. Um, he always loved that scene, but he'd always fall asleep before it started. Um, and he finally made it. He was awake for the whole movie this year. <laughs> Almost 26 years old. It took that long. <laughs> well, congrats to him. That's cool. Yeah. What else have you watched recently? Any recommendations for us? Um, well, movie-wise, right? Anything. Yeah, um, movies, whatever you're watching. Um, movies, I've been watch- re-watching a lot of my favorite 60s movies. Uh, like the, mm-hmm. well, I should be more specific because that encompasses a lot of movies. Uh, <laughs> my favorite, like, light, frothy, romantic, comedy 60s movies. Um, that's yeah. the, a very specific type of movie I've been watching. Like, um, obviously, Sunday in New York and mm-hmm. um, come September. I actually, I made like a little list and I was trying to make sure all of the movies were available if anybody wanted to watch them. But come September is not available to stream literally anywhere. And it, I couldn't believe it when I found that out yesterday. It's only on DVD. Um, okay. Um, it is it is available as part of a Rock Hudson comedy box set, which like you get your money's worth if you buy that. <laughs> but um, for sure, yeah. Uh, but I I highly recommend that one if anybody hasn't heard of it. It's uh, Gina Lollobrigid and Rock Hudson and Sandra D and Bobby Darren. Have you have you seen that or? I actually have that DVD somewhere and I haven't watched it yet. So now oh. I'm gonna like. Go grab that. I'm so excited. I love the Sandra D. Bobby Darren movies, like If a Man Answers the Phone, or um, there's another one too. That well, funny feeling. That funny thing. Yes, where he or she trains him like as a dog. That's if a, a man answers. Oh, that's the other yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those movies are so good. I yeah, I actually those. just watched that funny feeling like two days ago. Um, that's the one where um she is his maid and he doesn't know it. And then uh, when oh, yeah. he says that he's going to be away and she needs a nice apartment to show off to her date and takes him back there and it's his apartment. And so, he, <laughs> you know, he can't figure out why is this girl taking me back to my apartment and he has nowhere to stay because she's staying in his apartment. It was like oh I, just any movie where there's a weird giant misunderstanding that leads to yeah. hijinks and love. I'm there for it. <laughs> no, I love those like frothy sex comedies, the Doris days. And mm-hmm. those are so much fun. And I know too, you're partial to Elaine Delon and yes. Francois <laughs> Truffaut, who's one of my favorite filmmakers. Also Jean-Pierre Melville. Oh, what I love Melville. About, yes. What is it about French films and French new wave films that you think that makes them so compelling? Well, Elaine Delon, I feel like, speaks for for itself (laughs) um with uh Truffaut there's him specifically there's something very genuine about his movies and I feel like he has so he puts so much heart into his movies they're um the the thing that always gets me about his films and I feel like this sort of is a good um I'm saying um too much 
Oh, you're fine. No worries. I do the um, same thing. Uh, I feel like this is a good sort of encapsulation of what makes this movie special overall is that he pays so much attention to small details of human life that other directors probably don't really notice. Like he'll notice how people are moving their feet or um, Mm -hmm. just very small little movements that become really important. And in every one of his movies, there's something like that where you just sort of pick up on a, a small detail that he was trying to, capture and even uh, like a good example of how it's intentional is that I think it's in the soft skin the um, food is left outside of the hotel room and a cat comes up and drinks the milk and then later in day for night um, when they're shooting the fake scene or the fake movie Pamela um, him as the director stages that scene and is trying so hard to get the exactly what he wants with the cat coming up and drinking the milk and that mm-hmm. it sort of it sort of shows that those things are so intentional that he's mm-hmm. even in the movie where he's showing his hand at what he's like as a director in a way that he shows how much importance he's placing on small little moments like that and I just think that that's that's very special I just I feel like his movies are very personal and you feel um very like connected to them I 100% agree. I love that they're, for the most part, or a lot of them, he puts so much of himself into it. Lots of, of course, the Antoine Joannel are very autobiographical, but even the other ones, there's little things about his life and his family that winds up in it. I just, yeah, I love it. I did an entire class on French New Wave in film school where I, I designed it and basically... Wow whole reason was to do to just study Truffaut and mm-hmm. oh my gosh it was so much fun but yeah you, he's my favorite have you watched all of his films yet or do you still have some left there's probably a few I do need to see but I've seen most of them yeah, yeah I think I have four or five maybe left and I'm okay. I'm sort of savoring them it's that you always have that tug where you want to be able to have completed a filmography but then you also like having a few saving you know like yeah. saving them as little <laughs> treats for later <laughs> I know you mentioned you were doing that with Melville too right? yeah I think I have one left. It's either, uh, I think it's, is it Two Men in Manhattan? Is that the name of it? One of his. Okay. I think that's the one I have left. Okay. You're way more. (laughs) He has a very small filmography though, too. It's like 14 movies, right? I think Um, it's very small. Yeah. I have several to go through still. I kind of get obsessed with one and then I want to rewatch it. And so, yeah, I need to branch out and see more of (laughs) his. For sure. Oh, I actually and, wanted to ask you: Are you rewatching things more right now, like for comfort, or watching uh, new things? Because, like, I, I feel like I've been rewatching movies more, but um, with TV, I've been where I only want to watch new, new things. I don't feel like I want to revisit things I already liked with television. Yeah, I'm kind of doing both. I'm trying. I always try to watch new things as much as possible, but. Yeah, I've been enjoying going back and especially watching some of the really silly comedies from like my childhood or things I used to love to watch. We watched Wedding Singer the other night and that was a lot of fun. I haven't seen that yet. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. my favorite Adam Sandler movie. By I mean, of, of his comedies, it's so good. And Drew Barrymore is just adorable. I think you'll really like it. I it's, love her. 
yeah, it kind of feels like one of the movies from the 80s. And um, also just rewatching a bunch of, yeah, the movies I used to love in the 80s, but also kind of balancing them out with new things. So so I don't like go through all of them, I guess, right away. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think with TV, I am watching mostly new stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. Except for Northern Exposure. I'm going to be re-watching that one. And it's one of my favorites from childhood. I haven't seen that yet, but I know my parents really loved that and Twin Peaks. Um, and I've, yeah. I've watched Twin Peaks, but I haven't seen Northern Exposure yet. But those were like two okay. shows I remember. I think we might even have like a Northern Exposure mug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, there was so many things that were made to tie into that series. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it was like a cottage industry. I think it was one of the first where you wanted to get the Sicily, Alaska, like shirts and things uh-huh. like that. I love things like that. I mean, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, your movie collectibles, like your posters. Oh my gosh, I love the movie tie-in books because Uh, I used to read those like when mm -hmm. I was a kid and your film stills. I love the story. I'm going to link to the YouTube video where you talk about sending Elaine Delon a letter (laughs) and sent back an extra photo. That was so cool. What items are you still looking to get? Because you have such an epic collection. Um, the main one is a German Sunday in New York poster where Jane Fond, it's it's a, a large image of Jane Fonda's face and she has like a finger in her mouth and it's mm-hmm. black, a black background and then in green text it says Sontag in New York and I've seen pictures of it online but and I've been sort of I start, I have an eBay alert set up for Sontag in New York uh, <laughs> so so like specifically the German version of it so that if someone finally lists this poster someday and it's within my price range, I want it so badly. That's okay. The, if anyone's listening, get it to Kate. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's the main thing. And then um I just I also want uh, more movie tie-in books and I'm always looking for those and um anything related to Sunday in New York, honestly. I like any I have obviously eBay alert set up for it in English too. So Sunday in New York. Um, and I'm always, I think just this week, I actually got a couple new stills for my collection and a Danish program. Um, I just, I really, really love any, like when you really like one specific movie and you just sort of make it your like life's mission to collect as many things (laughs) as possible for the one movie. So probably mostly Sunday in New York things. And uh, now that I have the Alandalon autograph, I can't imagine anything topping that specifically. But when did you get that? I love the story. He sent you back an extra photo, or mm-hmm. what exactly happened? Um, in I think like February 2016, I want to say I sent the letter, and I did. Um, it was I. I was. I think I was already in my 30s, and it was the most teenage fangirl letter. It was so <laughs> pathetic, but um, I I sent him a letter and I picked one of my favorite photos and printed it out and sent that with a self-addressed envelope and I had no idea how to get stamps on it so I just sent him a twenty dollar bill <laughs> to pay for postage <laughs> and um, I never thought I was going to get a reply. I had also at the same time sent mail to Emmanuel Riva, Anna Karina, Jane Fonda, Julie Christie. None of them ever got back, uh, sent me the, um, signed photos back, but, um, 
But then like a year later, I, it was raining outside. I opened the door and there was like a sort of soggy um, package on the porch and I brought it in and saw it was from France and that that it was my handwriting on the outside. And I just screamed and opened it and there were two signed pictures. Um, And that's been hanging next to my bed ever since. (laughs) That is so cool. I think the only thing that it reminded me of is when I was a kid, um, my brother was obsessed with Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. And so I sent Arnold Schwarzenegger a letter just requesting like his signature for my brother's birthday way ahead of his birthday. And he sent back these huge color photos of himself that were signed to Jim and Jen. And it was just the nicest thing. And so I've always remembered that about Arnold. Like he was the one guy who did write back. So Arnold, very cool. (laughs) Have you ever tried getting an autograph from Robert Nero? No, that would be the best though. I, I think I did own a Goodfellas that is signed. I, it's got to be somewhere in the house, but I think, yeah, I think my brother did purchase something signed from that, but mm-hmm. it be moves. I, I ran out of wall space and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's somewhere, but yeah. That would be really cool if he accepts fan mail. No, I've never really tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, right, De Niro's some fan mail. Hey, he's got <laughs> some time right now, right? Everybody is yeah. like no. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing I love too is for those listening, Kate has never seen a Robert De Niro movie yet. And we chatted about doing a tweet along of Stanley and Iris because it does co star Jane Fonda. And it used to be on Amazon Prime, but as soon as we planned it, of course, then it just left Amazon Prime. But even though it left, she ordered the DVD because she's such a sweetie. And I'm so excited to hear her thoughts. I was trying to ease her in on like nice De Niro because <laughs> I didn't want to scare you to death with like Cape Fear Robert De Niro or something horrible like that. So very excited. And we will have to check back in with her when she does receive it, either through this or social media. But very I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm, that would be fun. I think it's coming um, in like two weeks or three weeks. So okay. you know, Amazon is a little, you know, a little slower these days. So. Oh no, yeah. totally. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine how busy they are right now for sure. Yeah. And like with prioritizing packages and I yeah. mean, it is Robert De Niro, but right now it's <laughs> not as important as getting food and everything to everyone. So yeah. I did read somewhere, though, that books were, I don't know if it's still happening, but at the beginning, they were still considering books to be an essential item, like they were still prioritizing shipping books. Oh, cool. I, I'm, it might have, been, like, it might not still be a thing. I don't yeah. know if that, that was just like the first week when they started um, you know, when started pushing shipping dates back a little bit. Probably for schooling at home, maybe. Like you needed to do your book reports or stuff at home. Yeah, Yeah, because I think pretty much all the schools now are pushed um, till next fall. Mm -hmm. Like most of the states, yeah, pretty much, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. So are you working on anything else you'd like to share? Um, I'm going to be sure to link to everything because you're always so creative and I just look forward to all the new things. Um, I'm not really working on any like 
big projects right now. It's mostly sort of just things that were on my to-do list. I'm trying to do a, uh, a couple of new pins, pin designs. So, um, I, I, I feel like, um, it's tough right now to balance coming out with new products when like people mm-hmm. might not really be, uh, like, in a lighter mood well also like we were just saying about amazon it's like it's not an essential item like nothing i sell is an essential item uh so Mm -hmm. it it's sort of a lot of the things that i am working on right now i'm sort of balancing whether or not it's a good idea to still be working on it or to push it back a little bit and so i did have some pin designs i was working on and i'm planning on sort of making ones that are maybe more positive and like maybe mm-hmm. optimistic right now instead like I I have one that I literally just got in the mail from my manufacturer that's a Ron Swanson quote that says I'm not interested in caring about people and I was like I, I designed it I designed it like two months ago and just got it and I thought this is not the best time to be sharing this in. <laughs> you know it was it was a funny quote two months ago <laughs> exactly I know so yeah. Uh, I, I'm reevaluating which things I want to work on and I'm trying to do more content that's free or, um, printable things that people can just sort of like enjoy while they're quarantined, stuff like that. But having to also balance where, you know, I do still need to make money a little bit. So I do still need to have some pins and things that are tangible items that people buy, <laughs> but oh. no giant projects on my agenda right now though sort of just trying to come up with something creative to get through each day yeah and what you create helps other people as well I mean I have some of your items hanging in the house and they cheer me up I'm wearing your noir pin right now love it yes I also received for Christmas the support women authors one Mm -hmm. which yeah it was so funny like I bought my mom something from your store and then she came out with the Kate Gabrielle bag and I was like, Oh my God, we bought each other like similar things. It was kind of funny. That's so neat. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because I read that, uh, Judy, your mother helps you store. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. My mom does my, uh, Etsy convos and emails like customer service emails. Oh, cool. I'm a, I'm a very, uh, sensitive artist (laughs) And, (laughs) and the customer service side is, Oh, I don't know if you can see Arietti's here. Yes. Hi. Hello. Look, say hi. <laughs> she just like now that's a very quarantine buddy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, that doesn't translate well to audio, but audio. I had oh, to show you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh but yeah, my mom does my uh customer service for me. So she relays really nice emails to me and then I don't have to see the really mean emails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because some people you never know. So that's a good idea. You can just stay creative and keep mm-hmm. brightening people's day for sure. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to thank you just so much for doing this. I've been looking forward to talking to you because I've enjoyed interacting with you on social for the longest time. So oh, thank, thank you so much. Thank I've, you for having me. I'm so flattered that you asked me, and I'm having so much fun talking to you. <laughs> Oh, you too. (laughs) Thanks again, Kate. 
This is Jen Johans at FilmIntuition.com or FilmIntuition on social media and Letterboxd. And this is Watch with Jen and Friends. <laughs>